Do you want to bring balance to all the wireless radiation fields in your life, including 5G? The Omnia Radiation Balancer is a small sticker you can stick on any device. It changes the state of the field and creates a new resonance between the wireless radiation and your energy field. On the link below, you'll see all our testing results that show how the body responds excellently once you've made this change in your life. And here's a special offer for the Journey to Truth crowd. Just enter the word TRUTH in caps at the checkout for your 10% discount. It's easy to bring balance back to your body with the Omnia Radiation Balance. Welcome back. This week we are joined by Laura Van Tyne. Actually, this is her second time on the show. And if you guys don't know who she is, she's kind of like Solar Warden of the Fourth Dimension, <laughs> um, <laughs> taking taking care of uh, all the business up there. Um, and it's it's honestly really an important issue. And that's what we're going to be getting into: some spiritual self defense. Talking about her new book, Soul Tribe: Navigating the Spiritual War. Um, I mean, it, it's really, it's getting nasty out there. I just had a, a few powerful sessions with Laura and, uh, this stuff's no joke. This stuff's no joke. And sometimes we don't even know that we're being affected by one of these entities. Uh, and this, the spiritual war is real. And the whole planet right now is basically breaking free from a spell. And uh, a lot of these entities are, aren't happy about it. So, and then, uh, Laura's coming in, pushing all their buttons, <laughs> So welcome back, Laura. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. I, I like that pushing their buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have not read your new book. I think you did, Aaron, didn't you? I did. I did. Thank you so much for that, by the way. Oh, you're it, welcome. It's amazing. I loved it. it oh, thank you so much. It's uh, yeah. it, it's definitely what's needed. And I originally started out as a pamphlet. It's like, nope, this has to be a book. And I tried to make it concise and easy to read and easy to understand because a lot of times these concepts are really convoluted and they're complicated at the same time. So um, it's all about soul sovereignty and what we can do to take our power back. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. And you actually spoke huge. at uh, East SETI on that. Your presentation was awesome, by the way, at East SETI. Um, I don't know if that's available for people to watch. Do you know any details about Somebody that? told me they saw me it got released somehow but i haven't heard anything from james or myra yet well, so. if we if we figure that out we'll put that in the description because uh yeah those those are a lot of great presentations that weekend actually so uh but yeah yours was awesome yeah. and you you played that recording from that session that late girl ended up channeling i guess one of the one of the grays right so part of this whole concept of the spiritual war is we, we're always talking about health, right? We're talking about our physical health. We're talking about our mental health, our emotional health, you know, our financial health, but we never talk about our soul health. And at the end of the day, the only thing we really truly have is our soul. So why don't we address our soul's health and our soul's well-being? And that's what this book is, is addressing because it's such an important concept 
We're really fighting for soul sovereignty. We're really fighting to get our power back. And it has been taken from us on so many levels throughout many millennia. And it's time that we start literally finding the truth. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's getting our power back is like the whole thing, right? That's what's happening right now. We don't like we went so long not even knowing that we were suppressed and uh that we were powerless. And now that's what everyone is waking up to, and that's why people are angry, and that's why we're doing this. Yeah, and we we talk about um the ability. So what I what I do is I work a lot in the that fourth dimension. And if we can simplify, and I always simplify it because we can make this as complicated as until the cows come home, and it doesn't matter because at the end of the day. It's the third, the fourth, the fifth, and above dimensions. The third dimension is this space of time, space, and gravity. The fourth dimension is the land where ghosts live and these dark entities live. And then the fifth and above are the higher realms. And in my studies, and my, I got my start because I had to figure out how to save my family's soul years ago, about 15 years ago. And it's hard to believe it was that long. We woke up and our daughter woke up super psychic and we didn't know what to do. And all of these dark beings and entities were after her and they were after me. And I think I've mentioned to you guys before that one night, my daughter just like raced down the hallway in the middle of the night, jumped in our bed and I'm holding her. And she's like, you know, mommy, the the shadow men are talking and they're saying they're going to steal my soul to break you. She was six years old at the time. And that is what just drove that nail in the coffin for me well that's so interesting you say that too because um whenever i first started having my experiences right after my mother passed away i didn't know why i was being attacked you know years went by i figured out how to stop them i didn't know why it was happening and years later through sessions i found out it was potentially that they were trying to hijack my mother's soul by attacking me because she just passed away so Apparently they don't stop going after your soul after, you know, they, they go oh, after no. it while you're alive. And, but they were, they started attacking me knowing that it would essentially break her heart that she couldn't stand seeing that happen to me, trying to lure her in using me as bait. And it sounds like a similar situation what you went through. It, I, it absolutely is because, you know, there's nothing I wouldn't do. I, I literally spent years figuring this out because back then 15 years ago, is a lifetime ago when you think about the internet and technology. Yeah. And there really wasn't anything out there. And I'm like kissing every psychic frog, every spiritual practitioner. I mean, religious clergy, whatever. I was leaving no stone in turn. In the process and back to your mom, absolutely. Because when they are torturing souls, this is why every single ghost A ghost is a soul stuck between dimensions. They have to cross over. We have to send them home because it robs those dark entities of a food supply. So when they are torturing your mom by making her watch you be tortured, they're feeding off of her energy. It's really sick and twisted. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to throw out another potential possibility. Were they torturing you? because they could see a potential future with what you and Aaron are doing with this podcast. Maybe that is very likely yeah, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. And maybe you're a twofer, right? Well, maybe, I mean, you know, what's funny about that. If that is the case, 
it's just like the typical deep state tactic. Like they shoot themselves in the foot every step of the way. Like everything yeah. they try to do to stop us only actually it works against them. You know, yeah. they got greedy yeah. the night that they went after my daughter's soul. They got greedy because that is when that resolve in me switched. I was no longer a middle school math and Spanish teacher anymore. This became my mission. Yeah. And I, I want to explain how things kind of got this way a little bit. When we think of the Luciferic forces, Lucifer, we, you know, they can be Lucifer, the Luciferic forces can be the reptilians, it can be the greys, it can be fallen angels, it can be any being or entity in between anywhere in there. So when they fell from the light of God, from source, from creator, they no longer had a food source or a fuel source or an energy source. They were banned. So now they had to go somewhere to get that energy. So what did they do? They thwarted God's ascension plan. They set up shop in the fourth dimension. So when us mortals are reincarnating here for the experiences our soul needs for our soul growth, now, when we leave our body, we are supposed to go from the, fifth, the third dimension up to the fourth dimension, up to the fifth dimension. These beings cast a net over the fourth dimension and they're capturing our souls. Yep. This is a huge problem. And it's been left unchecked for millennia. And by the way, I yell at my team all the time, my spiritual team, like, what the heck are you guys thinking? Why don't you stop this? <laughs> the answer is, is we have free will. And I think they thought it was a great experiment. I don't know. Well, that's not the case anymore because people like you are doing something about it and they can't just get away just like they can on earth. It's the same way there now. They can't just get away with this stuff like they used to be able to. Um, there's an opposing force for them now. And it's not even that we're waking up and doing something about it. I think this is all part of a natural cycle anyway. But it is also that we are waking up. Uh, it's like um, I, Ivan Teller just did a video that re really was interesting. He's talking about astral abductions, almost like what you talk about. Mm -hmm. And he said, but they he didn't talk about them specifically abducting them from our fourth dimension. He said they're also abducted from other areas, other realms, and yeah. brought here to be forced. It's what did he call forced incarnation, forced incarnations, I think. And uh, he said, this is right. where a lot of our like elites and politicians and even some celebrities, whoever come from, um, he thinks, I mean, it's not. Certain. I think he's right. I've seen, I've had similar experiences when I'm basically cleaning out the lower astral for lack of a better term. I've seen similar. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So what yeah. have you seen exactly? Like, um, there's a political hierarchy. In every dimension, it's all about politics. And there was a world-renowned pedophile that got caught and was, he eventually died in prison. And when he died, I'm like, normally I don't go after a particular person, but I know what happens is they start feeding off the dead that they have killed. They start feeding off the living they've tortured. And he would have continued down that path harming. And I went after him. And when I went after him, it was like layer after layer after layer of darkness and evil and just sicknesses. 
it was astounding and it took me a long time. And I really hope that I was able to remove and hand off to my team to send off to the higher realms, every piece or every aspect of his soul. Am I going to say I got every aspect that would be, I would be telling you a lie if I said, I know I got all of it, but I don't know. Right. How would we know? Um, well, what's interesting about that is if they're doing these astral abductions and, and forced incarnations and trapping souls, hijacking souls from other places and bring them here, bringing them here, that would also mean that our planet has been hijacked. Um, and that's what we're in the process of purging right now and trying to get it back, I guess, if we ever had control of, over, over in the first place. I think that the planet has, the planet's had a couple of resets, Atlantis one, Atlantis two, Lemuria. Um, and I Tartaria. think, what's that? Tartaria maybe. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We've had a few resets and I think that we can turn this, but it takes literally a village or a globe to do this. And we have to be aware the energies of the fourth dimension impact us every single day. And they impact us, for example, it could be as benign as all of a sudden I'm really feeling angry and I don't understand why. It's like, you know, I just want to lash out at my boss or my kids or whatever, or I'm feeling this anxiety that's not mine. What is that? That is an unseen energy. These unseen energies feast off of us. I had a client who was a, she was a 18 year old college student. The mom calls me up and she says, my daughter came home from college to visit. She wants to kill her sister. And she's telling us this and she doesn't know why she's thinking these thoughts. Can you help us? And then she prefaces, well, I'm a Christian. And it's like, okay, great. But, you know, I believe in Christ too, by the way, I'm just not your average Christian. So here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to remote view your home. And I can do that because I have her permission. I can't just walk into Aaron's house and remote view his house without permission. So I'm remote viewing the house and I saw something absolutely astounding because I hadn't seen it before. There were three ghosts attached to this young girl and there was a black magician or a dark entity who was teaching the ghosts how to torture this girl. Wow. When those ghosts didn't comply, they would get punished. So what this dark entity was doing, he was recruiting. These ghosts had no choice unless they wanted to be tortured also. It's like a gang or something. <laughs> it is. It yeah. really is. And it's a political hierarchy. And I, in the end of October, middle of October, I'm going to start teaching another online Zoom class, which is spiritual self-defense, because we really need to know how to protect ourselves. Nobody talks about the down and dirty of this. Well, they are now, finally. But what do you do about it? So what are some practical solutions? If you feel like you're being attacked or harmed by negative energies, there's so much we can do to take our power back because those beings in that fourth dimension are really weak. The only advantage they have is that they we they can't have, see them. Our, that's our, it. Their advantage yeah. is our ignorance. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Aaron, I we talked a little bit about that. I actually ran into Aaron in Mount Shasta not too long ago. Yep. And uh, one of the people we were with stayed in an Airbnb that was haunted, right? 
Yeah. And yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> that was kind of trippy. And so this, yeah. this uh, purse, this ghost that was haunting the Airbnb didn't like the renter for the Airbnb. Remember that? Yep. Do you remember why he didn't like her? Uh, cause he was racist. He was racist. Right? Yeah. Cause she was, she was, uh, She's Hispanic or has some, yeah, yeah. So this ghost didn't like her. So he was haunting her. So, you know, if you're a jerk in life, guess what? You're going to be a jerk in death too. Yep. Well, and exactly. so I do like the most important thing I want to cover, especially is the protection and what we can do. But before that, I, it's important to understand like this, they can show up in any multiple forms it might not be a behavior. It could also like, let's just say they can't necessarily get to you. They can actually make, get to things around you and people around yes. you also, even like I'm talking like plumbing issues, electrical um, stuff, uh, car problems, whatever. Yep. Like, it, oh, yeah. work, it works like that. It really does. And um, so they use uh, the energy of water, the energy of electricity to move faster. And when they do that, they're breaking it down. So when you clear a house of ghosts and, and dark entities, you're going to find that all of those issues just go away. Yeah. Especially with car issues. And one of the best things that we can do for our cars is make sure that they're clean on the inside and clean on the outside because everything is energy and literally love your car. When you send your car love, you're raising the vibration of the car and it's going to perform better for you. It sounds rather esoteric, but it really does work. And you won't get any tickets. Right. You know what? Use the cloak yeah. of invisibility too. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just, I did want to bring that up because it does show up and it might also get to your pets, which has happened to me before. And uh, that's, pets are actually fairly easy to clear, but you have to understand that there is actually something yeah. attached to them for you to be able to clear it you might just think you have an evil dog and you don't know why and if you don't understand that it, there's something might be trying to you know because yeah. if your dog is always pissed off then what's that going to do to you you're going to be angry and upset at your dog so they're still getting yeah. to you do you think that's why maya had her spells i absolutely think so at one point yeah it seemed like yeah definitely was she having like epilepsy or something or well, that, yeah, that, that, and well, then she would just wake up out of a dead sleep and like, it wasn't even her. Like it, like she would wake up in attack mode and attack, attack his other dog shadow, like get all like vicious and growly. Yeah, it, but then she would snap out of it and then like go right back to normal. It's like something else was there. Yeah. That happens a lot. I way back when we had this cat and this cat was kind of like my canary in the coal mine for whatever was roaming around the house because at that time I couldn't as readily see things as I do today. And this cat, when, if your animal is staring off into space at nothing, or if they're behaving, or if they have odd medical issues, there's something else going on. And this absolutely breaks my heart to this day. This dark entity grabbed our cat's tail and snapped it. Ooh. And from that point on, our cat's tail was literally at a 90 degree angle and it just broke my heart because wow. I didn't know what to do at that time. I didn't know how to get rid of these things. It was, it was horrifying. And the cat has since passed away, but 
I mean, this cat was a huge spiritual service to us and I never wanted her tortured. And part of this is, is we have to know what to do to rid of these entities. If anybody out there is seeking a psychic or an intuitive to remove entities or beings, it's really important that you vet that person. You ask that person really good questions. What do you do with the dark entities? What do you do with ghosts? Do you clear yourself between clients? Because what happens is if you, if they say I bind the bind or bury or cast away the dark entities, I cast away the ghosts, you need to run from that person because that person is not going to solve the problem. Every ghost is somebody's child, somebody's mother, somebody's father. Every ghost needs to go home. We've been programmed to believe that a ghost may have unfinished business and therefore it should be okay that they stay there. We've been programmed to believe that, you know, if so-and-so committed suicide, he deserves to rot in hell. The, that is the farthest thing from the truth. Everyone can cross over the dead. All you need to do is bring in angels, request the angelic realms to assist you. I hereby request a team of angels from the higher realms to come and take Joe, who committed suicide or whatever, to the appropriate realm of the heavens right now. Or I take him back to creator, God, source, whatever your term is, right now or immediately. And the reason why I use those two phrases is there's no time in those dimensions. And we could say, oh, gee, angels, please take so-and-so. Um, use force in your voice. Say it like you mean it. Don't be weak about it. Don't think that your problems or your issues are not worthy of the angelic realm's help. The more we connect to the angels, the divine, the more we connect to God, source, creator. We don't need a building of wood and stone to do this. The more we connect to angels, the more we raise our frequency, the more we can be a spiritual service. And here's the other interesting byproduct. Angels also earn karma. Mm. They cannot help us unless we ask. Mm -hmm. It's a violation of spiritual law for an angel or other divine being to assist us without permission because we have free will. Yeah, I'm just sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but this like, um, so, you know, we go, go through this awakening, we see all these synchronicities and numbers and all that stuff. But I remember when I was going back, whenever it was all new and exciting to me, I would look up every time I saw a number. And every time I saw 444, it was a reminder that your angels are there. All you need to do is ask. All you need and to do is and so that that one stuck with me in particular. So every time I see 444, even like yesterday, I saw it and I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm not asking for help. I can, I can ask. And it's just a good ask for help. Even if you want a really good parking spot, ask. <laughs> I've heard people doing that before. You know, so yeah. I parking hate angels. buying pants. OK, so but and I'm like, OK, I really need some pants. This is ridiculous. I'm up in Oregon right now and it's actually cold here. And so yep. like I've been, in, yeah, you too, right? I've yeah, been in San too. Diego forever. We're, we're both here now. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know Aaron and I got to do lunch someday. Yeah, so we do. We do. We're not that far from each other. So no. I'm like, Half all hour. right, angels, I'm going into this department store and I want to buy five pairs of pants 
right now. And I don't want to dink around. I want to be in and out in less than an hour. And you know what? It happened. (laughs) So as mundane as it is to go buy pants or to get a parking spot, use your angels because the more you practice using them, when you really need them the most, you are building your spiritual team. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point of my book of soul tribe is to build your spiritual team with intention and discernment. Don't just blindly trust your quote unquote spirit guide is who they say they are because, you know, Aaron and Tyler, you guys both know that there's a ton of shapeshifters out there. I pour salt all over my spirit guides all the time. Ever since I met you, even even when I call them in, even if it's them, I'm like, sorry guys. And I got to do this. Oh Yeah. (laughs) You know what? It's the same thing. And (laughs) it works. And the reason why is salt cleanses in all dimensions. So if you are working with your spiritual team, even if you can't see them, if you're in meditation, what you want to do is you want to just simply, you can close your eyes and visualize yourself pouring down a rain of salt all over yourself. You can pour it over your home over your car, get it in through the motor and the engine, get it all, all within there. You can do it to your workspace. You can do it to community spaces. You can do it to spaces where we pay tax dollars, such as a school or government building, you know, wink, wink. Um, But I can't do this to Aaron's house without his permission. It's Mm -hmm. a violation of spiritual law. I do. Well, I also, I don't actually pour it. Maybe I shouldn't give up my recipe, give away my recipe. Um, you know what? Get an AK-47. Yeah. No, I, like, I like to imagine it, it like filling up my house or the car from the basement and just like spilling out the windows until it's just like everything. Absolutely. Um, but I, it, what something that is important to realize is that um, you, we all can do this ourselves. You said earlier, like if you're looking for somebody to help clear, you know, yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, definitely get some help, but you can get to a point and all of us can get to a point where we can go do this. My aunt was having basically what I would call poltergeist activity in her house. And she felt like, call me. She knows I'm somewhat into this and I'm thinking, okay, who can I call to help? And then I was like getting, I was just getting a sign like you can do it. You can do it. I, I had the Isetti clearing. I had your crossing over prayer. I had Sage, Palo Santo, some some protection spray. I had all everything that I knew. I had a tool. I called in all my guides. I went over there. I did this. I did uh, the clearing and I did the crossing over prayer. I went and just went through her whole house, everything. And um, she called me back two weeks later and she's just like, I, I just want to let you know that that it all stopped. It all stopped. Wild. And uh, and then I was like, I did that. Like that was me. And the stuff that was happening prior to that was like. Like, holy shit, like kind of, it would freak anybody out, you know? And I get that. so you can do it. We can all do it. You just have to know you can do it and believe know you know how to do it. And that I, I'm just finishing up with the first round of spiritual self-defense. I'm doing a second round. It's three week intensive and it comes with a huge clearing kit and it's got the stuff that I use every day. And it'll have my new book and your choice of journal in it that gets mailed to you. But it's all about self-protection, psychic self-defense, because when we can learn to do this for ourselves, we take our power back and we can share it with the next person and the next person. And pretty soon that fourth dimension is going to get cleared up, cleaned up, 
And when that happens, we're gaining our sovereignty back for the planet and for us. Yeah, exactly. Because there's like that, um, there's like a frequency that we're in right now that we can, we can, we need to get out of it. We can break that frequency if we all start doing this. We, because by every every person that does that, we're raising the vibration, and and then yeah. they simply can't exist in that frequency anymore. They can't. We got to protect ourselves. One of the tools I use all the time, and I want to just get this out there, is a lot of practitioners will say, surround yourself in a, in a bubble of white light or surround yourself in a ball of white light. Well, the problem with that is that there's no structure with a bubble and bubbles are easy to pop. So mm -hmm. if you can envision yourself inside of a tetrahedron, a four-sided pyramid that has three walls and a floor, Put yourself inside that. You can put your home inside that. It takes a, it could take a while to visualize it because we call these spiritual practices for a reason. We need to practice them. Mm -hmm. So visualize this. You can do all kinds of things with tetrahedron. Oftentimes when I'm working with a client, I will put um, black tourmaline, visualize black tourmaline on the bottom of that tetrahedron. You know, I worked with a woman this morning whose son committed suicide. She has a broken heart, right? Who wouldn't? Mm. Yeah. And I put black tourmaline and malachite, which is a really good heart stone on the bottom of that. And we did some healing work with her as well. Suicide in it's September, it's suicide awareness month. The problem with suicide is suicide is contagious. Meaning when a person commits suicide, they don't normally cross over. And their grief is now hanging on to me. Their ghost is here. Their ghost is over there. And the grief that and the suffering they had in life, they're still continuing in death until we can cross them over. So if anybody out there knows of someone who's committed suicide, you can go to my website, thekarmicpath.com and download the Crossing Over Souls Prayer. It's free. You can bring in your angels and request that that soul get the help it needs to go home. It's what we would want to do for ourselves. When we cross that soul over, only then do they get the soul healing and soul restoration that we all need and deserve. We've been programmed to believe that bad people should rot in hell. Well, that just feeds the dark side. Yeah. So let's get them home. And what ends up happening is that soul now is hanging on, especially with teenagers, to their buddies. And now their buddies are getting depressed. And I had a client a couple of years ago who called me because she wanted to commit suicide. She didn't know why. And as we connected, I'm like, you have a lot of suicide dead with you. And she's like, oh yeah, 17 of my family members committed suicide. Really? And you're wondering why you want to commit suicide. They're all hanging on her. She's in resonance with suicide. Mm -hmm. so crossing them over helps them and it helps us. Yeah. That's guys, if you guys have not had a session with Laura, um, I highly recommend it. And here's why, because we were at East at the conference and something came up that I, well, first of all, you know, East Laura, like you don't know what to expect there. There that's, that's a portal. It's a vortex. Things are coming in good and bad. And people have baggage, right? And people have baggage, right? Yeah. So, um, things will try to slow you down sometimes or, and anyway, something happened that I wasn't expecting. And, uh, kind of had to have like emergency spiritual surgery with Laura. It was all very synchronistic how it worked out. And she's like, usually I record my 
sessions, but I, I don't, we're not going to record it. I don't have my device or whatever. It was like, it's no big deal. I wish of every session I've ever had, I that wish was, that was recorded. Yeah. It was, what'd you say? That was intense. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times we, there's, there's so much in the unseen world that needs to be taken care of. Well, and the reason it was, it was intense to where, so it's like a, a, basically a form of hypnosis, correct? And yeah, a light hypnosis. Yeah. Yeah. It was light, but I've been hypnotized. I've done QHHT sessions and all the stuff. This one, like this one was like Hollywood style. I mean, and I mean that because in the movies, you see the people like feeling everything and their bodies reacting and they're moving and like shaking, whatever that was happening to me. It was the most intense thing I've ever experienced, but it was also the most life-changing thing I've ever experienced. And it was the most unexpected thing. Cause I didn't even plan on having a session while I was, you know, that morning or whatever. Right. So anyway, uh, it was powerful. I'm just, I'm just sharing that oh, for, for the, for the people who are listening, um, who, um, might be agitated or might be going through something and they're looking for some help or some type of clearing. Um, yeah. And I what I like to do is I never want to have anybody I work with say, oh, Laura told me, you know, I had 20 reptilians or Laura told me, you know, I was ISIS in a past life or Laura, we work on this. It's a journey that we experience together. So the person I'm working with can see what I see. I set up the scenario, the scene, and then the client takes the lead and I'm the on-scene eyes and ears to make sure that we're in sync. That way it's really validating and you know, it's real, no matter how crazy it may sound or seem, there really is no such thing as no such thing. Yeah. I mean, and it's real. I felt it like everything that you were explaining I, that I, I remember, I think I was just going like, what the fuck, what the, fuck? I just couldn't believe that I was seeing and feeling what you were explaining to me. So real to where my body was having a physical reaction anyway. And that was intense. But afterwards, how did you feel? Literally like a new person. Like, it, I mean it when I say it was life changing, like things got a lot better for me after that. Yeah. Uh, people will tell me that, that they feel lighter. They, they don't, when they look out now, they don't see something through a film in their eyes. There's all kinds of descriptions for it, but. Yeah. And then I walked outside and like the first thing that happened after that was somebody you know, it was a conference and one of the fans or somebody wanted to take a picture with me, I took a picture. And there was like this rainbow halo, like surrounding me right after that. And then we, we tried to recreate that and we couldn't get it. It was just that one picture. Yeah. It was super cool. Um, but I, I just felt like it was very symbolic. Like it was like, sh like a showing me like it's oh, yeah. a new you now, you know? Yeah. It's validation yeah. and getting validation in the unseen world is huge mm -hmm. because it's we're, we're so used to the tangible things of what we can see, smell, taste here. So when we can get that kind of validation, it just shows that we're on the right path that maybe this did happen. Maybe it was real. So have you ever worked with any of these secret space program guys or SSP guys? Um, I do a lot of work with SSPs and MK ultra. Um, it's, heartbreaking on a good day because yeah. they've been through so much. Um, and every scenario is different. Um, sometimes I work on them through a past life regression 
or a current life regression. Sometimes I worked, I worked with a young man who had a lot of missing time and a lot of weird physical issues that nobody could ever explain. And as we're working and we did a procedure similar to what you and I did, Tyler, and he could see the entities and beings that were haunting him. And he could, we ended up collecting several of his altars or his soul pieces, which is a big deal because what we want is we want the whole soul. We want this whole soul restored. Honestly, that's what happened in my session. If you remember, there was that cave we went into. We didn't, we thought it was right. like a bunch of children or a bunch of ETs, but it ended up being a bunch of soul fragments that this being had been like, guarding like for right. life for lifetimes and uh yeah so and that was like honestly that's the best the best way to describe the way i felt after that's like feeling whole again yeah yeah it makes a huge difference and you you referenced um my east speech when i played the recording i had a client who went under hypnosis a qhht because she had missing time and again, health issues, no one could, could explain. And we dropped right into her current life alien abductions. And what was horrifying to me is they were watching us during the, the QHHT process and they went into her body and they started talking to me and I'm asking them questions. And I, I had to balance it with, I really wanted to, you know, punch them, but I wanted to get answers too. And so we went through this and they were explaining that it was her and her brother that they kept abducting as children. And the brother was the control in their experiments. And as the control, they damaged his soul. You remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember they damaged his soul. And so now he's wandering about in this lifetime hollow and almost soulless in this body and we've all seen people that have those vacant eyes what happened to them and so we were able to reclaim as much of his soul pieces as possible and unfortunately he's going when he exits this planet the best thing we can do for him is to make sure he crosses over so he's not their their fodder anymore yeah yeah and that is that also happened this thing started talking through me if you remember yeah and uh you asked what it was doing it was what it say like sucking his fucking energy dry or something along those yep. lines his his goal was to drain your energy so you can't do what you need to do yeah mm-hmm. right and it would be great if we could see these things right it would really be helpful they're very weak and fragile and getting to remove them is not that difficult, but we have to keep ourselves in a, in a protective space. Um, as you and I were working, you know, we're always in a tetrahedra and I had all these other things. And when I bring in my spiritual teams, I vet them every single time. I'll use salt, I'll pour frankincense, I'll do other things because I want to make sure that they're not matching frequency to punch through and infiltrate my ranks. Yeah. So do you ever encounter benevolent beings during your sessions? Like, is it always like negative? Do you ever encounter like some positive beings? You know, is this always, I'm just curious. Yes. (laughs) Uh. Um, I do. 
And a lot of times when somebody has a loved one who died, especially if it's a tragic death or an early death, cancer or accident or whatever, um, we'll bring in the angels. And in fact, the woman that I worked with this morning whose son committed suicide, I requested a team of angels to help cross him over. And his dad showed up with a team of angels. And because the dad showed up with angels, told me that he had special permission to escort his son back home. So a ghost is not going to have a team of angels with them. Ah, okay. Yeah. Come back from the higher realms with an angelic escort. That means that we have been afforded a special opportunity. So that is beautiful. And that's, hopeful you know and for people out there listening to this who have lost somebody you know that's that's kind of why we're doing this to also let people know like hey it's not over like this is so there's things you can do and it doesn't have to be as bad as you're making out making it out to be in your mind and sometimes our own fear does create a worse scenario than actually is and you by by being scared of something you're actually giving it that much more power you're feeding it, feeding yeah. the fears. Really, I call it soul food too. They're they're tapping into our soul energy, and they're extracting our energy. So when we can close that up, right now, I, I feel like they're losing the war because they're ramping up on mortal fears. And so when they can ramp up on mortal fears, they're creating a psychosis on a global level. And when you have a psychosis happening, it gives them easier access to us. So the best thing we can do, trust the process, prayer, meditate. When we pray, we've been taught to pray like this. What this does is it closes off our energy circuits. What if we started praying like the earlier depictions of Jesus with our hands open? Mm -hmm. Our energy flows better to source, to creator, to God. Yeah. I, I remember you saying that, I think at Eddie Seti, and that, like, that was the first time I had ever considered that. And uh, it kind of, it stuck with me. It's true though. I mean, it, it only makes sense. Yeah. Right. And who taught us to pray like this, right? The yeah. church. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the and people that, who runs yeah, ultimately the church. Yeah. Right. So exactly. let's, let's talk about that. Um, like, so, so we had the burning of the witches way back when, and that was done by the Catholic church. And basically what was happening was the, the witches were people who were waking up and tapping into their abilities. And the idea of the witches had actually came from them putting a tetrahedron on top of their head, um, to help activate their pineal gland, to help them communicate. Uh, but they, either way, the church shut them down because it was a threat to the church, right? So we're, we're kind of seeing the same thing happening and you can call us all witches if you want, you know, we're all, we're all, once you start tapping into your potential, it is going to seem like you have witch-like abilities, right? So th- we have, they're trying to shut us all down again because of that, because that's happening. And what I wanted to talk about is the actual black magic that's being used on our society. And there are people who practitioners behind the scenes, elites, whatever there are, there's um, rituals going on ceremonies, whatever you want to call them. Uh, But even like this social distancing and wearing a mask, this is all like a form of a satanic ritual. This is a purpose. Apart is the same as six feet under, right? Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So, but 
it's not what my point is it's not just like this astral realm there's actual physical people that are practicing this black magic and they're casting like i said early like we're breaking free from a spell they're literally casting spells on on the world right now and we're we're trying to break free from that you know they're trying to get they're trying to get us all to be like a sinking ship and then we uh we can't go down with that sinking ship you know we have to break free from that you know we do. I want to, you know, so what in in my world, how I look at it is there's three buckets, white magic, gray magic, and black magic. So the black magic, we're talking about the cabal government, da, da, da. the gray magic is the information these dark beings have imparted on the living mortals to make us think we're doing something good. For example, going to church should be a good thing, right? Well, if you walk into the Catholic church, the first thing you see is this, the perpetual torture of an ascended master. We've got Christ hanging with the crown of thorns, nailed to the cross. What does that do? It gives, invokes guilt and shame. It lowers our frequency. Christ did not come here to die for our sins. It's mocking him. It's mocking him. It's mocking him. It's creating, It's, it's perpetuating the crime. And he didn't yeah. come here to die for our sins. He came here to mitigate the karma of the Lucifer rebellion. Doesn't that make more sense? Yeah. I mean, how how would we, how, why am I, if he can absolve all of my sins, by the way, the word sin is black magic also. Mm-hmm. If we replace sin with an experience. Did she freeze up? Hello. Hello. Hey, we lost you. Yeah. The, luckily, it still says recording. Uh, my, the internet just literally went out and then came back. Oh, really? You know, we're um, hitting a Mercury retrograde. And right now we're in the three days of confusion where there's going to be a lot of electrical and technical issues ha- happening for the next three days. Oh, there it's you still, go. It's still a little choppy, but um, so hopefully it comes back here. It says I have full bars, but sometimes Zoom takes a minute. Um, so I don't know where you where it cut off exactly. So you were saying, do you know why the church oh, has to clear? Why does the every church time? have to clear dark entities out before the people come in? And what they do, dragon's blood. Let me back up a moment. When the Christ child was born, the three magi, the wise men, gifted the Christ child gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Well, gold makes sense, right? Okay, so let's ask, why was the Christ child gifted tree sap? That makes no sense, does it? (laughs) Frankincense and myrrh are high frequencies. They're high frequency substances. Myrrh turbocharges the frankincense. It gives it more oomph. Dragon's blood is another high frequency resin. And those thuribles in the Catholic church are full of dragon's blood and they burn it and it creates the smoke. And what it does is it's high frequency and it clears out the dark entities. And why does the Catholic church need to do that if it's a holy place? Exactly. Right. Why why is it continually getting dark entities if it's a holy place? Exactly. It is also the world's largest pedophile ring, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, and it's connected uh, to the Vatican, which we know all about that. Yeah. And and somebody no. just released 
um, you know, something that we've been seeing throughout this virus is people are also, you know, we keep seeing all these numbers about these COVID cases, but people are also sharing numbers about missing children every year. And somebody, um, I watched a video like yesterday, I think even, um, she literally laid it all out and it was just under basically over just over a million children worldwide that had gone missing um this year or last year whatever it was i forgot what the number was but it's a it was a massive amount a massive amount like like four hundred thousand alone just in the united states and uh but it was it added up to be about a million worldwide and no why aren't we talking about that you know well we need to talk yeah. about illegal immigration from a different point of view because if you come through the back door into this country or any country nobody knows you exist mm -hmm. so if nobody knows you exist nobody will look for you you're off the record exactly this is why we need to really tighten up the borders not for those political reasons we think of but when we can tighten up the borders we stop the flow of human trafficking. That's, that's a, a really big deal. And that's a great yeah. point because what was it just two days ago? I mean, there was choppers flying around 11,000. This is a number from mainstream media. Yeah. 11,000 people invaded our border, the Texas border. 11,000 right. people in yeah. one day. And like you said, thinking about what you said, they're not on record. They don't, they're not legal. Um, by the way, they're all coming here. They're being allowed to come here without, right. the, without the vaccine, without a test, you know, all that, all that. Show. Without any vetting. I mean, yeah. you know, within there could be what, what are called coyotes. These are the people that run the illegals over the border and they end up in sweatshops if they're lucky or they end up in sex trafficking, or they end up in satanic ritual abuse. I mean, yeah. I have worked with clients who have had satanic ritual abuse as a childhood. It's stuff that would make the angels weep. I mean, it's beyond horrific. And when horrific. we perpetuate an illegal border crossing, we're perpetuating human trafficking. That has to stop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but that's so while Trump was around, he brought that up. And when yep. he when he would bring it up at the press conference, none of them would ask him about it. They Two wouldn't. of his first executive orders were to stop the flow of humans. Yep. The wall that he purported to build was to stop the flow of humans. So for a man who is supposedly a racist, for a man who is supposedly sexist, he his heart was in it to stop the flow of humans. Yeah. Yes, life in those yeah. countries might be really bad, but it could be a lot worse. Well, he even talked about he went as far as and said said that this has been happening since ancient times. He actually used that term. An yeah. ancient, what did he say? An ancient ancient human trafficking ring or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he, he, he knew. Yep. He, yeah, he knew. Oh, yeah. Uh but no, notice how that narrative has gone completely away from any news source now besides us the alternative news and stuff like right. that which gets yeah i remember right. i think it was the last fourth of july that he was president um i think it was malia had on this black and white dress 
and people were criticizing the dress that it was so ugly. It was so ugly. Well, when you unfold the dress, they were drawings made by children who were freed from sex trafficking rings Mm, and they were drawing their horrors. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know what we personally can do about that. I know, um, what you do, like when you started doing this, you kept seeing children, a bunch of children, and you were crossing over children's souls. I remember you talking oh, about that. 2013, it was like, why am I in a tunnel crossing over children? I don't understand. I didn't understand for a long time until the truth started coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is something that even, even alternative media is afraid to touch for some reason, because people like, they don't want to, it's like nobody wants to talk about it because it can't be proven. It's so and it's ugly so dark. Yeah, exactly. But then it's, people are. But what I mean is, people are afraid to talk about it because, like, well, we can't prove that we don't know that there's millions, thousands of children in these tunnels. Like, so they're not reporting on it because they don't want to be reporting on false news. I get that, but we can't prove. What can we prove nowadays? You know, so it's very. It's like, uh, it's rough ground. You know. Yeah, it, it is, but we have to keep doing what we're doing. Performing spiritual service is the best thing we can do. And spiritual service comes in many forms. Um, it comes in our jobs. There was there's a tattoo artist that um does tattooing for women recovering from breast cancer. That's a huge spiritual service. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that reconstructive surgery, you know, and this tattoo artist also works with, you know, people that have hair, hair loss. And so spiritual service comes in many forms. It's can be just simply smiling and being kind to somebody as yeah. simple as that, or removing yeah. children from tunnels or, you know, in whatever dimension, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it's just we we've exactly. talked about this before. It's just sometimes um, you know people are confused about their mission. But if if you know if you're listening to all this information and you're wondering what your mission is, chances are, just by being yourself, you're doing enough. You know, and, and, and we have to realize that we all have soul purposes. Sometimes our sole purpose is to survive childhood. Sometimes our sole purpose is to, you know, overcome an addiction. Sometimes our sole purpose is to experience the illness and to care for a loved one. And sometimes people have bigger missions, but it doesn't matter where we're at because everything, every element of this is important because it's about our soul evolution. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. It's beautiful because you're right. Like we don't know what happened to us in the past lives. Maybe I know you've talked about this or maybe, um, you you kept you committed suicide in every lifetime, like in the last five lifetimes prior to this one. And this is your another chance to not do that. And just by not killing yourself, you are yeah. on your mission. You are performing your mission. You know? Exactly. I you're reminding me of a couple of years ago. I had a client who had this baby, ghost baby with her. And as we're working to cross the ghost baby over. He had died, and it was in the news too. He had died because his parents were drug addicts and left him outside at six months old in a swing, and he died of the elements. And he got stuck between dimensions. But, you know, I'm like, oh my God, that's so horrible, right? And he's like, no, you don't understand. 
I was their karmic opportunity to do things differently. And those parents failed. Oh, I thought, well, that's just one wise six month old baby that just died. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So it's like, it was a test for the parents right off the bat. Yep. And they failed. Mm. Yeah. That's, I mean, so many things that happened to me. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I know this is a test, you know, growing up and prior pre-awakening um i didn't look at it that way but now everything that happens to me i'm like okay what's going on here why is this really happening and sometimes it's your own fault you know and you figure that out too it just depends on what what we're doing but right uh, how many times we need to get hit by over the head by a cosmic two by four right yeah yeah exactly (laughs) i'm good at it i'm kidding (laughs) or am i yeah, well, you can. It's it's just about learning from it and, and moving on, mm-hmm. and and uh, I mean, there's really no other option. Like, I, I don't see like there's no Nicole Frolic just did a video. She's like, there's no turning back. There's no turning back now. You know, if we're in this, like right now, all your shit's coming to the surface. The whole planet, everything yeah. is coming to the surface on the whole planet. Um, yeah. there's no turning back you're not you're not ignoring it anymore like you're facing it and and this is going to be your life until you deal with it you know you know and you're you bring up a good point and i i want to bring up something else is that we're seeing a lot of divisions within family and friends because of the politics because of it's everything is politics because of all of these things happening and we have to remember that we need to have compassion and understanding And to be able to accept a different point of view, because these dark entities want a division, a division, when a diversion, a division works every time to break down a strong unit. Yeah. It's a military unit. If it's a family unit, if it's a school unit, a division will work every time to bring it down. We need to remember that. You know, if you have a a loved one who is pro-vax and you're anti-vax or vice versa, remember that we need to still love each other. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's it. It's just a simple message, staying united. We all need to unite. And there's millions of us and there's so many more of us than there are of them. You know, what's funny about, um, you know, Disney, everybody has their problems with Disney because we know Disney's corrupt right. uh, to say the least at least it started that way what's going on now i don't know anymore but uh the star wars rise of skywalker movie is like it lays out the great awakening and it shows it shows all of these civilians all of these just people getting together and overthrowing their government basically overthrowing the empire and like they give you the recipe on how it's done. That whole movie is a message on the great awakening. And then they end up like everyone in the galaxy gets together and overthrows the empire and they win. Uh, they're telling you like, that's what you have to do. We have to get together. And in that movie, they're like, there's millions of us. There's only so many of them. Like we just have to stand together. Exactly. Yeah. United. We stand divided. We fall. We've all heard that phrase before. Right. It's just so, it's so simple, but it's just funny that you're, we're getting it from a, Star Wars movie, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, art and reality, they're not that far, far apart. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we know about the disclosure in movies and it's no coincidence that 
for some reason in that particular movie, the, uh, Palpatine, whenever he was his face was melting off, he looks exactly like George Soros. Like yeah. I, the first time I saw it, I was like, that looks like George Soros. And then I watch it he again. In general, it looks like George Soros. Yeah. But in, yeah. But in particular, in like, while his face is like, while, while he's dying, he's like transforming. And it's like, they're like, show me the guy you need to beat. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. telling oh, you, man. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. So, like I said earlier, I'm like, curious what this new Matrix movie is going to oh, be like. Yeah. There's already, there's going to be a ton in that. Yeah. I'm sure. There will be. But yeah. Like, uh, like I said earlier, don't go down with the sinking ship. You know, everything that's happening right now is a distraction from the inner journey. And, mm-hmm. and that's, like you said, a division is our distraction diversion, but ultimately they don't want us going inward either. And because no. once we do that, we tap into these abilities and we can, we can ward off these things on our own. We, we don't need to call them. Laura Van Tyne. We can, <laughs> yeah. you know. Exactly. And I am happy to help anybody. I mean, this is, it's a big deal where we're at, where I feel like we're turning the corner. Um, but, you know, we all need help at some point too. Um, you, you know, even I'll need help with certain things at, at different points. I mean, we all need to help each other in this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, there's been times where, yeah, don't, you know what, every, every time I've gone through something and I've tried to do it on my own, you stay stuck. And as soon as you open up and, and tell somebody what you're going through, even just telling them what you're going through is sometimes that's all it takes. It's like, okay, now I got that out of me. It's not stuck. You in know, me. when we, when we get it out, right. It, it loses its power. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's yep. a big deal. It's not, well, it's all energy and you're, you're creating a blockage by holding anything in, you know, that's why it's, we're moving into the age of transparency right now. Like, try and lie to somebody and see what happens like it's going to slap you in it's going to hit you know come back and slap you in the face immediately right um yeah yeah. so is there any uh last word you want to share before we start wrapping this up you know i want to say thank you guys for this opportunity because it really is about getting our power back gaining our sovereignty back being able to live the life that we're supposed to live and you know you can find more about about me on thekarmicpath.com. And I am going to start teaching in October a spiritual self-defense class. And it's had some great reviews so far because we need to take our power back. Um, What we used to do doesn't work anymore. We need to really amp things up. We need to do things differently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And by by having that self-defense, you're going to be able to heal. Yes. That's big others. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole 3D reality is being pushed, being forced to heal right now. So, but you can't really do that, like, unless you have the tools, right? And this is one of them. And as you do this work, as you go through this, some of this stuff might not even, might be irrelevant to people who are existing in the matrix. But once you break free, and you start going through this and living this life, this awakening, um, that's whenever you, this stuff becomes real for you. Yeah. And it's really important to create a logic trail behind this, behind everything that we do. It's really important to create that logic trail. It's like, you know, I'm feeling off. Okay. Why is that? It's um, creating a logic trail of, you know, ghosts, you know, as simple as ghosts do exist, they exist in, you know, 
fifth century BC India and 1962 United States and everywhere in between. If they didn't exist, why does every culture have a word for it? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I say that about everything. I mean, all these myth and legend and all that stuff. Like if ETs didn't didn't exist, why does every culture have their yeah, their right? Well, an Anunnaki type of star gods. Yeah. 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 The elongated skulls. Yeah, exactly. But it all came from somewhere. And, uh, you know, our belief systems hold us back the most also. Like, as soon as something doesn't fit your belief system, it threatens it. So then you think it's bad. It's not true. Mm-hmm. And this is where a lot of people get stuck. And, uh, and like most problems come because they threaten your own belief system. So if you can be open minded and actually like just break free from that alone you know don't because that you hold your your limiting beliefs will hold you hostage literally i think we talked about that last episode Aaron, i believe uh, yeah we did yep yeah it's very true yeah anyway uh the karmicpath.com go check out her book chicken soup for the wounded soul i'm joking uh, <laughs> uh I like it. That's the next one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Soul Tribe, Navigating the Spiritual War. Um, and then your first book is The Karmic Path. What is it? Um, it, was, it was Soul Evolution, Past Lives and Karmic Ties. Karmic ties I, have an, yeah. I have another one coming out um, in the next probably six months. It's going to be a comic book anime for kids. Oh, nice. that's really so cool. So kids that are dealing with things that go bump in the night. Oh my God. Thank you. I wanted, awesome. to say, I wanted to say this tonight. So I just saw right before I got on, somebody sent me a video and in New York right now, the Marvel is offering children uh, an exclusive limited edition Avengers comic book. And the only way you can get it is if you get a vaccine, if you get vaccinated. <laughs> what? And, and the guy's on the news. He's like, these are only available at three, at three, vaccination stations and the only way to get it there's no way you can't buy them online you can't they're trying store. everything and, yeah and, and the guy be was, way cooler exactly <laughs> the guy was like hyping up this comic book they're like making make the it, kids really want it yeah so, so like mom i'm gonna go get my shot and get that that comic book like it's getting you insane. go get the happy meal to get the toy or you know it's, it's yeah same, i mean same tactic there's they're karma really, attached to this Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. I mean, we know yeah. that. And we just got to get through these times right now by staying positive. Don't don't let this stuff take you off your path. Don't let it distract you. We know it's bad. We don't have to keep feeding it our energy. Yeah. Like, you know, we know the system is whack. I don't have to watch a million videos every day of how bad it actually is. You know, that's what is that actually doing to your energy levels then? You know, we Mm -hmm. get to a point where you know what's going on. You know what to stay away from. You know what you need to be doing and do that. Um, Don't feed into that stuff because they want you to get emotionally triggered by that and then take you off your path. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for the donations. Thank you for all the moderators. Um, I know we've been getting slammed with some bots now. So thank you for uh, taking care of those. Tickets are on sale for our conference, Secret Space Conference, next May 2nd through the 5th, Grafton, Illinois. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. Um, 222 days away, to be exact. 
Nice. Uh, I, I just look, looked at that. Um, uh, yeah, $444 includes four days, 12 speakers, breakfast, lunch, and dinner uh, every day, and whatever else the conference includes. All guys, for anyone who can't make it, we have live stream tickets, $111, and that comes with a six-month downloadable replay. All of the details are on the website, secret, secretspaceconference.info, I believe. Uh, so go check that out, buy a ticket, come hang out with us because it's going to be awesome. I, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I've been talking with some of these guys. We're uh, going to do a whistleblower panel. Uh, we're going to get all of these all of these guys who we interview individually. We're going to get them on stage together, and we're going to we're really going to break this down. We're going to get the conversation going. So it's going to be cool, and we're going to really do this justice and build a case for the secret space program. Um, if you guys are looking for a new CBD, Hopewell Farm CBD, 10% off that with Journey to Truth, the promo code Journey to Truth 10, uh, Omnia Radiation Balancer, 10% uh, off that with promo code TRUTH in all caps. And then obviously all of our Teespring merch is 15% off with promo code CGI Joe. And that does include the conference t-shirt, which is already on our Teespring page. And it's also on the website. So uh, they'll be available at the conference also, but if you want to, uh, pick your own material or get a, a, a women's version or whatever. Uh, we're only going to have a limited uh, type of shirt at the conference. So whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, other than that, have a great night, everybody. Um, good night, Laura. Thank you for doing this. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, we will see you next time. Have a great evening. Okay.